Hey friends of all genders, welcome to the very first episode of This Is Not Too Much. I am your host, Aiden, and my pronouns are he and him, and yeah, we are doing this. I have been thinking about this for months and brainstorming it in the shower for weeks and planning every day on doing it and saying to myself that I'm going to do it for a while now. So I have my little station set up, uh, just a little corner in my room, and yeah, so let's get started. So first thing is, I am really bad at introductions. I struggle with making introductions in um, personal ads like on OkCupid and dating sites and I just really struggle with format. I'm very much the kind of person that um, obsesses over every detail and wants it perfect and wants it to look a certain way and the whole idea of this podcast is to sort of be, I mean it's an education for me, it's definitely going to be you know, a learning curve to try to unlearn all of those you know pressure to adhere to a certain format and for it to look a certain way so even the introduction itself I was thinking I'm like okay so what should I say should I talk about my history should I talk about where I was born where I'm from and um I just decided you know what I'm not taking notes anymore I've been taking a lot of notes and I think I just need to jump in so let's jump in as I said my name is Aiden I am living in Portland Oregon I'm originally from the east coast I decided to make this podcast largely in response to a series of events that occurred on TikTok. Um, I am not here to slam TikTok or pressure folks to use or not use TikTok. TikTok in many ways has been a positive escape and a distraction for so many who have experienced struggles with mental health, people who are marginalized and seeking connection, community, and um, inclusivity, including sexual and gender minorities, people of color, the disabled community, the deaf community, the autistic community, people with chronic pain, etc. Like so many others, I I really got involved in TikTok during pandemic when we were all socially isolated and just needing so badly to just feel some type of connection and have some semblance of social contact, whatever that may look like. I I was for so long resistant to TikTok under the impression that it was mainly trending dance videos and geared towards the younger crowd. I mean, like teens and kids, but I decided anyway to give it a try and for the most part, glad that I did. It took some time to build a foundation, and just like others striving towards that coveted 1K so they can go live, uh, I was excited when I finally met that goal. When I reached my 1K milestone and finally able to go live, I was excited but nervous and super awkward. I didn't think it would actually get folks to show up, especially when I wasn't showcasing any special skills or talents, sitting with my mouth full of water in front of a green screen, challenging viewers to make me laugh. You know, you know, I just basically wanted to have a space where I can talk openly about things like mental health and being a person with um, disability and chronic pain. So fast forward a few weeks later when I originally started recording this and you know what, I <laughs> I did kind of what I, what I was trying to avoid is being caught up in starting something and not finishing it. And I feel like that's something that I struggle with and constantly bump up against is sort of this 
idea of um, putting forth something or producing something and uh, getting really caught up in the minutia of it and getting caught up in all the details and eventually abandoning it. A lot of that is, you know, my inner critic and just kind of this overall complex that um, who am I to be doing this? Why am I even making this podcast? You know, who's going to want to listen to me? I told folks that I was going to post this several times and I'm trying again. Um, I also told myself that I would not record unless I, you know, especially for an introduction episode, unless, you know, I'm in a good space and kind of like um, able to speak from a more positive perspective. But you know what, this is life and I am human and, and I'm struggling. Um, I'm struggling navigating what it's like to um, be know a person with disabilities and not have access to um a, a lot of the things that i need and to also to just feel like i have a lot of needs and how there's a lot of internalized shame about needing to reach out for a ride to something or help with like taking out my garbage or taking in my mail and I really struggle with that and I'm frustrated I feel like there's a lot of things that that I don't have control of in my life and that's it's hard and um yesterday I had a moment where it just felt like one of those days where multiple things were going wrong and really if I think about it there wasn't a lot going on um, there was no major events that kind of caused that shift and to, that put me and my mentality in, in the place that it was in, but I just kind of felt like, I, I feel like oftentimes that I spiral over the little things and the larger theme isn't really kind of what I get upset over. It's kind of like I've learned to learned over time to deal with um, multiple types of grief and loss and through things that I've experienced in my life and that I, you know, talk about a lot. And it was just kind of little things that were just kind of like put me in a weird mental space and I go into shutdown mode. Um, I don't really let others in when I'm going through those moments, except for with like my, my therapist, who's amazing, and then we process it in my weekly sessions. So that's kind of how I deal with that. Um, going back to what I was saying about TikTok, I know that I kind of meandered from that initial story, so I'll go back to that briefly. So the inspiration largely for me to start this podcast was ex something that i experienced on tiktok where i was i use my live stream often to talk about to kind of create a safe space for people to talk about mental health and i really don't like using euphemisms for mental health language that should really be normalized and I really defy that sometimes when I'm online and I will talk about losing my brother to suicide, um, talk about my own history with mental health struggles and my past suicide attempt and things that I really think need to be talked about and you know not kept in dark corners where you know people are 
are struggling and don't don't feel safe to talk about these things or get you know there's just so much stigma and and shame and judgment around that and and so I really try to keep it you know I stay very candid about my own personal experiences because that's kind of how I grow is by talking about things that for so long I kind of held in secrecy and you know in oftentimes shame so I think that for me talking about those things with others um, is therapy for me and in turn I really want to show others that it's okay to talk about these things and that there is no judgment here um that's the whole reason this podcast exists and so you know I've, I've talked candidly about my own personal experiences and my losses grief losing my brother to suicide and um and different things that i've experienced and i have some regulars that come into my live stream which i, I greatly appreciate their presence and and their contributions to like really awesome um conversations that we have and like personal conversations sometimes um and i like to kind of set that tone and um unfortunately on TikTok, you're restricted from from using certain language and saying the word suicide you have to say unalive which is so insulting to me um it, it just really i can't even tell you how much it bothers me it kind of just perpetuates that it's taboo to talk about and if we're not talking about these things then people don't really feel safe to um reach out and ask for help when they're dealing with mental health struggles and things like that so yeah i i take personal offense to that being a person that has lost you know close loved one to suicide losing some friends to suicide and my own um friends who have attempted suicide and also my own attempts so yeah, so I, I really feel that problematic. Um, and I think I was just gaming. I don't even think we were talking about those subjects at the time. I think it was just casual gaming. Just very, you know, innocent, hanging out, just chilling, winding down after the end of the day. Um, and I suddenly got um, re reported and banned, or as you have to say on TikTok, because even saying banned is not okay so we say bananaed so i got banned um and reported for hateful language hateful behavior which you know anyone can attest who's been in my lives that none of that is okay and i don't tolerate any of that i mean like i said i really tried to create a safe inclusive space and try to you know if anyone is being offensive or using language that oppresses marginalized folks i will um, you know, I will stop that, whether that means, um, you know, kicking them from the room, giving them a warning. Um, I don't have a lot of moderators, so I'd like to have more moderators, but that's another story. But that's what happened. And, um, and it was really hard and I had to appeal it and TikTok's appeal process is, can be lengthy and you can't really give an explanation in your appeal. Like you can't, um, you can't explain yourself. You don't have any space to explain yourself. You can just send an appeal and just wait and hope. So 
Um, I did that. I'm not sure. I was banned a few times in a really short period of time. The second time that I was banned and reported was after finding out about some devastating news about someone in the trans community who I don't know personally, but I know just from being on TikTok, seeing their videos and, you know, sending some likes back and forth. Um, We never actually personally interacted, but they took their life Um, or, you know, as TikTok says, on a live. Um, And yeah, so when I found that out, I was in the middle of a chat with some friends and I had to step away. Normally that type of news, I'm so kind of accustomed to hearing and I feel just a person who's experienced very um, multi layers and, and different angles and perspectives of grief, losing people in different ways. So um, I had to step away. And what I did for that is I decided to do sort of what a lot of people on, on TikTok call body doubling. And basically what that is, is you're kind of doing something. This is especially for, you know, um, neurodivergent folks and people with ADHD who, you know, it, it's kind of a way to, I mean, it, it has different purposes. One of the things is if you are in the middle of like, let's say you need to clean and you clean while either somebody else is cleaning um, and might, you know, inspire them to take care of their needs, but you're not specifically, you know, interacting, you're not engaged in a chat. Um, you know, you may banter back and forth, you may have a few words and everything, but a lot of it is just pretty much doing your own thing. And um, the way that people are watching you is kind of like holding you accountable for it um, and just being there. And I feel like it's it's really important. And I never realized how important and helpful it is. I really like enjoy and feel like I can get more done if I mean, I don't, I don't know if that's like a voyeuristic thing, but I mean, yeah, like I said, I think it's really helpful for folks who are neurodivergent like myself who have ADHD and um, just a way of, you know, getting things done and, and doing your own thing. And then also having the presence of somebody else. It's kind of like having a homework buddy. Um, you don't have to be doing the same homework, but just having that person next to you sometimes helps motivate you to like get it done. And for me, Um, I did it in a way of processing those heavy feelings of grief and just a lot of like, I just, I didn't want to talk about it, but I just wanted to clean. So I was like vacuuming and I believe I was like getting all into it because I do that a lot with my heavy emotions and processing grief and stuff like that. I clean, which (laughs) you'd think my house is immaculate, but no, I also at the same time struggle with my disabilities and mobility issues and having spinal stenosis and degenerative disc disease and cervical radiculopathy. Um, I've gotten so good at saying that. (laughs) Um, I, I, you know, I struggle with those things and I can't always attend to things in my house that I really wish I can. And my house is a mess at most times because I try to put things where they're convenient to reach and that might mean you know having you know what we call doom piles and and kind of just um working from that and just having things accessible to me ready to bang on some doors you know um metaphorically and just kind of be like you know this is really unfair to especially you know me being trans being a person whose identity is marginalized and um, yeah, I mean, it was just, it was a really 
devastating for me because I've been socially isolated since pandemic and um and you know I had COVID myself for three months and I lost my job um and I was working in healthcare and behavioral health um and so losing my job um just added to my feelings already of isolation and that was my social outlet and that was kind of where I was trying to find community and create community and find people like me who have similar types of you know similar identities um and you know are queer trans disabled neurodivergent um and deal with you know invisible non-visible disabilities and chronic pain and um so it was really important to me to have that space and once i got over being live on on a stream especially when you don't have that audio feedback that audio response it's very weird it's very like it took me a while and sometimes feels really weird talking to myself and not getting any response kind of like now i feel like i'm kind of like rambling and i feel like that's what i was doing um but but it was really important for me to have that space and it felt like I could talk to others or just, like I said, do my own thing. And maybe others are in there who have experienced the same or are experiencing grief from this horrible, devastating loss in the trans community that a lot of folks on TikTok um, who knew this person. So um, that's what I was doing. And I got reported. And um, I believe at that point, my account was permanently banned and so that point that time at that point i created a backup TikTok and um started um making it more i guess as TikTok likes to say more um niche focused so it was like trans folks queer folks um people with alopecia and i i don't know really what else but yeah i mean i was so i was kind of trying to post my videos like repost videos from my other account um that um you know were about being trans and, and finding other trans folks and i was able to luckily grow that that community and, and gain some followers and connections and like i i, I like to say is i I connect, not collect. Um, I'm not here to just gain followers. Same thing with the podcast. I really want to create a community and create conversations and dial, like, you know, encourage conversations and dialogue about these things that I'm rambling about. Um, <laughs> things that I'm talking about that are important. Um, so that's kind of why I also created a Discord to uh, connect to this. I think maybe it can get a little bit more active once i post this freaking first episode um but i'm working on it and hopefully this is the last recording because this is pretty long this is almost 12 minutes long it's a lot of rambling and i have to cut a lot out but you know what i'm gonna do it and i need to do it and maybe i'm not gonna do it because that's also my brain <laughs> i really appreciate anyone who is listening who's who's stayed with me on this journey <laughs> to even get the first episode out been patient with me and i hope that you can get something out of it i create you know i i made the title of this this is not too much because i'm trying to send that message that these things talking about these things is not too much and there's this idea 
that we get, especially from, you know, um, using these euphemisms and, and tiptoeing around uh, mental health conversations um, and not talking about these things, that it gives us this complex that we are too much. And it's a message that is constantly reinforced in our society. Um, and I really, I want this podcast to kind of be like, well, you know, it's not too much to talk about. You're not too much. I'm not too much. I still have to tell myself that all the time. Um, so by me saying it, sometimes I get a little bit of what feels like imposter syndrome because I'm promoting all of this and encouraging people, you know, to, to know that they're not too much and to know that it's safe to talk about these things. At the same time, I can't always follow that. I can't always take my own advice. And I think a lot of us are kind of guilty of that. Um, but thank you again for being here. I'm going to wrap this up because I am rambling city. I'm glad that I at least got this out. Um, and hopefully the next episode can go a little smoother. I can feel a little more confident putting it out. I can settle on a an audio editor that I like. Uh, yeah, I feel like I would love to have, especially closed captioning on here. Um, although it's probably hard to follow when I'm like mumbling, but I think that would be helpful. I want it to be accessible to folks. So um, everyone take care of yourselves and practice self-compassion do something that makes you feel good. It doesn't matter how big, how small, pat yourself on the back for getting up out of bed. I think sometimes it's so hard to do those little things that you know a lot of other people take for granted. And if you got up out of bed today, if you lifted your head from the pillow, if you ate something, you know, well then you did a great job and you need to remind yourself that. And 